All right, if you will, please take your seats. We're going to go ahead and get started and uh, spend a little time with the Griffiths up here. Thank you guys for taking time. I know many folks are saddened to not be able to be here who are down in Sunday schools teaching or serving us in the nursery, and, but I'm thankful for those of you who are, who are here for taking some time out to get to know the Griffiths a little bit. Hey, thank you two for being here. Yes, thank you. I was, I was, I was hoping you wouldn't leave me all alone, but you would come and, and I'm grateful to see you. Well, if this goes bad, I might. (laughs) If this goes bad. Okay. We're going to try to make it good (laughs) as much as possible. So for those of you who may be brand new with us, just in case you haven't heard the big news that Cornerstone just um, about a month ago um, called Reverend Ben Griffiths, who's right here to my left. Um, to be an assistant pastor here at Cornerstone. And of course, that entailed his sweet wife, Rebecca, and their three beautiful children coming in tow here to Franklin. And we are so delighted to have them. I think they're, what, two weeks on the ground here? Is that close to it? Today is 13 days. 13, 13 days. days. Not that ground. anybody's That's counting. Right. No. Um, 13 days. Unbelievable. Yeah, That's 13 days. That's a fast 13 days. It's been a fast 13 days yes. and a slow 13 days. A good yeah. and a hard 13 days, <laughs> right? Um, but a good 13 days. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, and, I'm, uh, we're grateful for all of that. Yeah. And transitions are not easy. So you guys, I know you're in the thick of it uh, on that front. And um, you know, that there's a quote in the Sheridan household, moving is, is next to death in terms of being like the worst thing that can happen to you. It, and, and it might be worse because we haven't died yet. And we don't know what that's like entirely. But um, so we try, we, we try to work against it unless it's all necessary. So we're yeah. grateful that you faced death and transitioned uh, here yeah. to Franklin. Yeah. So, and uh, <laughs> let's see how, how drab we can really make this feel. And, no, I'm just um, no, but I appreciate you. I mean, putting it like that, because we yeah. really have felt yeah. that. Um, yeah. um, by the way, good morning. Glad to see y'all. Um, I'm sorry that y'all have to spend the next however many minutes hearing from us. We're pretty boring, and there's not a whole lot of exciting things that we can say, but we're glad that y'all are here and looking forward yeah. to get to know y'all. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean Nate, um, so I'm from Hattiesburg. I've been there for 34 years. Um, South Mississippi, it's an hour from the coast. Anybody been through Hattiesburg yet? Um, if you've only been through Hattiesburg, you've only seen... The, the pretty bad parts of it because um, Highway 49 comes through Hattiesburg yep. and, and Interstate 59 comes through Hattiesburg yeah. and none of them gives you a good view of Hattiesburg. So if you raise your hand and have only been through Hattiesburg, you're probably thinking I'm, you know, where, yeah. But um, I was born there on August the 23rd, 1985, and I left there on August the 23rd, 2019. Um, so it was in a, in a place for exactly 34 years and left, I mean, the home that we were living in was about a mile from where I was born, uh, Forest General yeah. Hospital. And so to leave a place where you've been for 34 years and mm-hmm. where, you know, for better or for worse, you just kind of come to understand yourself in terms of that place and that people, um, to leave that, uh, yeah, it's hard, and it and it th- there is some kind of a yeah. uh, something feels like 
something died. Yeah, it feels like yeah. something died. And, right. and yet, you know, you wake up the next day and you're, you're still alive and God is still writing your story mm. and there's so much ahead of you. Mm. And so um, we, we are now, you know, 13 days into it, I feel like really basking in the resurrection on the other side of some of that mm. death. And, and yet I know it's going to be, there's, there's going to be ups and downs and, and um, as God continues to write us into the story yes. of, the, of his body here at Cornerstone. But, mm. um, but we're just grateful to be here. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. we're, we're super grateful that you're here. And uh, I hear, you know, prayer requests in that and all kinds of things to just be lifting you guys up as you come through this transition. Uh, it's pretty remarkable to have lived in one place for 34 years. That's not something probably most of us in this room can say and probably many people even experience now. It's a pretty rare thing. Um, and that's a beautiful thing to be in one place among one people for that long and have that shaping and formative influence. And then to step as a step of faith, and this is definitely a big step of faith, to come to a crazy place like Franklin, Tennessee, and, and uh, to say yes to this call to be an assistant pastor here. But we'll get more into that. But I, just, I think it would be fun for everybody here um, to hear a little bit about your growing up, maybe a little bit about your family. Uh, there, I mean, since you're, yeah. you kind of, you know, you've been there a long time, so you could probably say a few things about yeah. it. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. You got a haircut, by the I way. I did get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, this is what you do when you don't go, you shouldn't go with your son to get his haircut, and, and your son gets his haircut, and they go, I think I'll just do your hair just like his. <laughs> and as, as Christy has affectionately pointed out, when my hair is shorter, my face is rounder. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to go down that path, but I did get a, I did get a haircut. Anyway, yes. Well, Do you looks, like it though? Or you look you, good. Or, no, thank you. You look thank good. You. Right. Very kind. That was the right answer. Uh, that was the right answer. What was so, your question? Where you got your haircut in Hattiesburg? I think. Is yeah. Where? No. Yeah. No. Let's get off of that. Your family. Um, your family. My family. So yeah. Um, born in Hattiesburg, been there all of my life. Um, I am one of four siblings. So I have an older sister, Anna, and then there's me, and then there's younger sister, Molly, and then six years after Molly is, yo is younger brother, Sam. So there's two boys, two girls. Um, and uh, my dad's name is Scott. My mom... Uh, it, is Marion. My mom died four years ago of cancer. Uh, that's a big chapter in our story that, that we can get into um, maybe this morning, but, but uh, hopefully at some point with you. But um, my dad and my mom are both from Mississippi. Both, well, my mom grew up on the coast uh, down in uh, Biloxi, no, Ocean Springs. Uh, her home was actually washed away in Hurricane Camille. My dad grew up in kind of rural Wayne County, Mississippi, which is right there on the Alabama-Mississippi line. Uh, we still have family land there. My dad is related to everyone in Waynesboro, Mississippi, and um, we still have about 90 acres of land where uh, we still go and hunt, and we have a little uh, cabin there. And when we go back to Waynesboro, it's like I see my dad turned back into the redneck that he grew up as. Um, and some of that comes back out in me too. Um, but 
my mom and my dad met uh, in, at, at the University of Southern Mississippi in Hattiesburg, uh, where I went to school. I went to, to USM. Uh, Nate and I actually went to the same junior college. We did. That's which right. is now actually not a junior college. Yeah, it's a right. college. It's, it's now yeah. Jones College. Yeah, so, I think that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, different, really, different years. Like we weren't there together, but. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. You were, you were uh, yeah. ahead of you. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm older. Yes. I'm older than you. I was yes. trying to say that. Yes. But, um, that's okay. I said it. Uh, and I really actually wish that it had been just Jones College when I'd gone because there was something hmm. about going to a junior college that I had to work mm-hmm. through, but I'm really yes. thankful that I had to yes. work through that. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, so I went to Jones Junior College, um, then went to the University of Southern Mississippi. Um, Golden Eagles. Yeah. That's right. Go Eagles. They, they got beat yesterday. They got beat by bad Mississippi by Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah. Um, Go dogs. I don't know if anybody else yeah. in this room was interested in that Mississippi rivalry. I know the Taggarts were, but... Yeah, um, okay, okay, good. But, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, my two sisters are both involved in ministry. Uh, They're both married to... Uh, RUF campus ministers, one who, my older sister is the campus minister, well, is married to the campus minister at Delta State University in Cleveland, Mississippi, in the Delta, and then my younger sister, Molly, is married to the campus minister at um, University of Alabama, Huntsville. We actually got to hang out with her a little bit yesterday. Um, And so, um, so yeah, ministry, I, I guess, like, Three, three of, of the Griffiths in God's, in God's providence are in ministry, and uh, my brother is the one making money. So. <laughs> okay, that's great. Okay, um, very good. Somebody's got to. Yeah. Well, uh, interesting fun fact. So I really don't, didn't know, like some of you have said like, so you've probably known Ben your whole life, like because y'all grew up, you know, ever. No, right? We haven't known each other. Which is actually... Pretty rare for people that grow it up is. in the Hattiesburg yeah. and Laurel kind yeah. of area. Like everybody knows each other or is related to each other. True. I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, that's kind True. of the joke, but uh, you know. Yeah. That, uh, but yeah, yeah. For us to to, to live in that kind of proximity yeah. and, and then not actually cross paths uh, yeah. until when I was in college, it, right. I think is kind of rare. That's right. So. Yeah, that's right. In fact, uh, Ben's older sister Anna was a part of my young adults group at First Perez in Jackson, Mississippi when I was there. So I actually knew Anna before I really knew you. I knew her better, I should say. And um, so, yeah, yeah, that's pretty fascinating. I know. Um, And the the first time that I met Nate, though, was, I don't think you remember, you may not remember this, but um, people were trying to recruit you to come start RUF at Jones College, right? College, right. and right. Uh, and I was a part of that little fledgling uh, yeah. group of students that was trying to start RUF there at yes. at Jones, and so I met you on that on that visit. Um, that yeah. was back in like 2005. I it, think, was, it was a maybe. while back. Exactly. It certainly was. Yeah. Um, tell us just a little bit about spiritual upbringing. Like, what church were you in? What did you go to church? Yeah. Uh, like, what was that? What was that? What was early year spiritual development like? Yeah, that's good. Um, so I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, I grew up in a little in a, in a smaller uh, PCA church in Hattiesburg called Woodland Presbyterian Church, 
where my dad has been a deacon for 30-something years. Um, my parents um, were, well, neither, my, my dad grew up PCA. My, my mom grew up Baptist, um, but, but joined a PCA church um, in, in, the early, in, I guess, the 1970s or so there in, in Hattiesburg, um, and have been a part of it ever since. Um, so we grew up going to church um, anytime the church doors were opened, um, Sunday morning, Sunday evening. It was just a part of our rhythm, a part of our life and upbringing. Um, my dad is, still is, the elementary principal at the Christian school, the Presbyterian Christian school there in Hattiesburg called PCS, Presbyterian Christian School. Has been the principal there for 40-something years, 42 or 43 years. Uh, it's just kind of a fixture in the, in the community in Hattiesburg. Um, and so um, I grew up, you know, memorizing the catechism with my dad out on the front porch on Sunday afternoons and not liking any bit of that and wishing that he wouldn't yes. do that, you know, with me. I wanted to go play baseball, and, yes. but we would sit there on the, on the front porch swing and memorize some catechism questions growing up. That, and um, we would have family devotions uh, at, at night, um, which I didn't necessarily enjoy either. But <laughs> looking back at all of those kind of formative uh, experience and experiences and ways that God was beginning to, to disciple me and shape me, I'm, I'm just so thankful for that. Um, my mom and my dad had a good marriage. Um, they, were, they were sweet, kind, gentle, and my dad is still the person that I want to grow up to be like. Um, and, but, I, but I don't think, though, I don't think that I was converted until my ninth grade year in high school. I, I knew all the answers, and I think I would have said I know the Bible as well as anybody my age, but I, I think I was really proud um, and, and just didn't understand the gospel, didn't understand grace or who Jesus was or why I was, why I was right with God. All of those things uh, by the Holy Spirit um, kind of... Um, you know, I think God opened my eyes and, and let my spiritual heart begin to beat. Um, my, my, the summer of my ninth grade year when I went to a, a youth uh, summer conference called RYM, Reformed Youth Ministries. It's a, it's a summer conference down in Panama City. And, um, you know, I, and I just heard the gospel preached. Um, I think like I've heard it preached before, yes. but, but, but Jesus just opened my eyes and let me see for the first time that I wasn't right with God because of anything that I was doing or because mm. of the kind of family I was born into or because I, because I wasn't doing all the things that my friends were doing. Mm. Um, like none of that made any difference to God. Wow. There, there was one thing and it, and it was being united to Jesus and his righteousness. Love it by his grace and by nothing that I could do. And I just, I did not get that. Uh, and I began to get that, um, and I'm still getting it. Uh, but um, yes. began to get that in the summer of my ninth grade year and began to, to grow after that. For the first time, I actually wanted to go to church and, and hear mm. preaching and, and want to be in, in worship. Um, 
and um, let's see. I, I, after that, I, I started to I started to to get different um, opportunities to experience what ministry what was like. Summer camp, Christian, Christian summer camp experiences, and. Uh, mission trips and things like that, that, that where God began to whet my appetite uh, for, for ministry. But um, RUF in, in college was a big, was, was a very formative type of um, community for, for yes. me in, in college. It's where my, I met Rebecca. We might get into that, but yes. um, yeah. I can, that's great. Yeah. No, that's really helpful. It's really helpful. And it's beautiful to see and, and kind of ordinary means of grace, going to church daily under the word, parents who love the Lord coming to church, and then the Lord breaking into your life at a particular point. And you can, you can kind of remember. I think it was Joey Stewart, wasn't it? Right, yeah. Joey was, yeah. Joey was preaching, wow. and, uh, and that's just a, that's a glorious story of the miracle of regeneration yeah. and grace. And right. love it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and I told the students on Wednesday night, I... Um, I drove back to Hattiesburg in the back of the 15-passenger van after that week, um, and for the first time, I was I was sorry for my sin, but also, I think, in love with Jesus for the first time. Mm. I didn't know what it was like to to love Jesus before then, because I didn't. I was like, <laughs> of course, Jesus loves me. <laughs> like, right? Look at you. Um, yeah, look awesome. at like, yeah. who wouldn't love? Right. Yes. Like, <laughs> Um, right, right. And for the first time, when I thought about all the reasons that Jesus should love me, I, I, I came mm. up empty. Mm. Um, and that scared me, that scared me to death. Mm. But, but then even to be told after that, yes. when you can come up with no good reason that God should love you, to be mm. told he loves you, mm. that's the gospel. Yeah, that's powerful. Um, and, it, and it just melted me and, and I hope is still melting me. Uh, awesome. There's still a lot of a lot of unconquered territory in my heart, but he, he started then. So, That's really great. Yeah. Well Rebecca, we want to get to know you and catch us up to that history. As Ben mentioned a second ago, you guys met in college, but no. <laughs> His college, true, very, that's actually something you should tell us. We'll yeah, you get, should. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Tell us, though, first a little bit about growing up in Memphis, right? right? Memphis is home. That's right. Yeah. Good morning. Um, <laughs> Good morning. I, I, I did. I grew up in Memphis in a large non-denominational church called First Evan, and um, loved my little um, world there. I went to a Christian school connected to the church in the same building. Um, graduated high school and went to Samford University in Birmingham and played on the golf team and tried to join a sorority. And I tell people I think I did nothing well that whole year. I just kind of um, did so many things and didn't do anything really well. So I transferred my sophomore year. I transferred to Ole Miss where I had a few friends um, and my, my two brothers. I'm the baby, so my two older brothers were um, both getting married the same year, and I was really homesick. So I think I moved to Ole Miss. I think I transferred to Ole Miss, not because I had ever really wanted to go there, but because it was an hour from my family. And mm -hmm. I didn't really want to go to Memphis. It was like the walk of shame if you went back to your hometown. <laughs> and so Ole Miss was kind of the easy, <laughs> the easy road. And um, actually, mm -hmm. the Lord just used that. And um, mm -hmm. I... I was plugged in. Les Newsom was the campus minister right. for RUF, and he right. 
just pursued me. We had gone to the same high school, so he pursued me. I had never had a pastor like call and say, hey, do you want to get lunch? I was mm-hmm. terrified, but um, I did meet with him and got involved with RUF there. And he sort of convinced me. I was planning to go with my journalism major, um, which was pretty much down at that point, they were promising me you would make no money doing journalism. Um, so he kind of convinced me to do RUF um, as an intern. So I was placed at Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. Um, and when they told me that I was placed at Southern Miss, I had no idea where it was. I didn't know what Hattie, I didn't know the city of Hattiesburg and I didn't know where USM was. So um, I, cry, I cried when he told me. I was babysitting his children. I burst into tears because my dad was like telling all of his friends I was going to end up at an SEC school and like, you know, University of Tennessee, UGA or something. And then it was like, what? You're telling me I'm going to? Yeah. And like, of course, as you can all, you can all attest to, um, the Lord used that. Um, he probably, probably if I'd gone to one of those big SEC schools, it would have been a really hard um, transition for me because the RUF, when they're really big RUFs, you just don't get to know the pastor, the campus pastor. Right. And so our smaller RUF, I was able to work under Clint Wilkie and Kathy, his wife, and they just became my family. So um, in the, that's how I met Ben. He was a student and um, we did not start dating. We, we courted our last my third year. It's a two-year program, but he talked me into a third year. So we courted mm. through the last year with like a dad. So like Ben talked you into a third year or Clint did? Okay, Clint did. We were one of those sticky kind of illegal situations where uh, interns are not supposed to date students for very good reasons. Um, Yes. And then it happens all the time, apparently. (laughs) And um, so we had this kind of undercover relationship that supposedly, theoretically, only our only Clint knew about. And we um, kind of dated each other from a distance uh, for a year there and then got engaged four months after we were actually allowed to publicly wow. date uh, and, and got married after that. So, okay. Yeah. It wow. Was, it was really fun. It was a... Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so, Rebecca, what drew you to this guy? Hmm, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> it is a hard question. I was wondering that too. Well... <laughs> Initially, nothing. I mean, he was so much younger, so nice. nothing. So um, much younger, right? I was wanting... You're, you're how old at the time? We, I was... Well, it's always funny when you're in high school, you would never date someone three years young. You know, and right, then you yeah, get yeah. to... Okay, of course, right. I was out of college, but... Yes. Um, when you're in high school, you would totally date someone three years <laughs> older than you. Which was it wasn't... So, um, it was neat, because I think what... Really, what happened was that, like any of you know, if you get to be friends with someone in, like, the same friend group, like, um, I'm looking at y'all, just the the ability to get to know him in a group, and it was a very non-threatening group for me because it's where Mm. I was doing ministry, and so we got to see each other in the ministry context, I guess, and um, over time, I think with our campus pastor, Clint, he was like a dad. So I was able to meet with him so regularly and talk through, like, kind of get to know Ben through him in a way mm-hmm. and see, like, well, is he maturing in this way? It was just really good. It was like yeah. having a spiritual dad for both of us. And I just I think we were kind of spoiled in that way because we had, like, counseling before we were even dating or, you know, right. it was good. Yeah. So I guess it's I just good. got to see him in a safe environment and then know great. eventually, like, yeah, I could see us together and 
Awesome. Because, you know, when you're thrown into dating, you're like so much pressure, and it was just a low-pressure situation. That's great. It's good. And Ben, what about, what about you with regards to Re- Rebecca? What drew you to her? Was it love at first sight? You know, it really wasn't. I don't think we even knew. We were in the same group, the same small RUF group for about a year, but I really don't think we paid too much attention to each other at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and, and, but Rebecca was also like the safest girl to flirt with when I was in college because like she was just so out of my league. She was the intern older than me Yes, and, but like beautiful and there and like (laughs) might as well give it a shot. Cause like, yeah, I like that. Like, I like that. Um, yeah. And, and I, and I knew that nothing could happen anyway cause she's the intern. So it's like, um, and then like, I think I think it took about nine months for both of us to kind of realize, like, I think I think I like her. I think she likes me back, and like, there's something here. And um, but no, Rebecca Rebecca just loves Jesus, loves people, is solid, is more mature than me, and more ministry minded than me, and has always. Um, helped me grow uh, as a person and w- it, and was just in every category, um, um, I mean, just checked every box for, for what you would look for in a wife and a, and a friend. And we were friends first and, um, and she was three years older than me. And um, I was like, I mean, there's just nothing bad about this at all. So right. let's, let's move forward. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she was your intern in a sense. Yeah. I mean, right? And are you, so she's always, in a sense, been discipling you and taking care of you. <laughs> I mean, from the moment, I mean, that's, I still sense that's the case. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, I mean, really, when we hired you, we were really hiring Rebecca. That's really what we were, that's really what we were. You should have. <laughs> yeah. um, well, so got married. You've been married how long? Yeah, married in 2008, so that's 11 years. Okay. Yeah, 11 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes Rebecca with the baby carriage, right? Yeah. So you have a couple of kids, three and, kids? And, and yeah, and the baby carriage came 10 months after Ooh, we yes. uh, were married. And so, yeah, yes. Margaret is right here. Margaret, raise your hand. Margaret! This is Margaret, our 10-year-old. Yes! Margaret's in the fifth grade, and she is awesome, so brave, and courageous, athletic, and Margaret, you're awesome. You're just doing a great job. Um, and then our two, our two youngers are Owen and Libby. Owen's in the f- third grade, and then Libby is in kindergarten. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's us. Yeah. That's that, us. That's awesome. That's great. So let's get to know a little bit about things that you guys like, okay? Like, so if you have a day that's free, right, you know, Nate's not telling you to do something or, you know, something like that's happening. Um, how do you spend it? What do you do? Ben takes a long bike ride. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Yes. That's what he likes to do. I was going to start with that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think, a, and I hope I do have a few days where you're not telling me what to do. Um, it might happen occasionally. Let's, let's imagine what this could look like. Um, no, I think it would start with a good cup of coffee. Um, I would go on, I would go on a two or three hour bike ride. I think of, I've gotten yeah. into cycling lately and it's just yeah. breathed a lot of, a lot of life into, in, into me and, um, mm-hmm. a good long bike ride either with a group or, or by myself. Um, 
I come back uh, just really refreshed from. Awesome. Um, and then this is impossible, but to get a good a good deer hunt and a good turkey hunt in in the same day at the same time. It's literally not possible because <laughs> the seasons don't overlap. But okay. that would be fun. That would be fun. Good. Um, good. And then some yard work where I can yeah. do something where I can tell that I've been there and made a difference mm. um, is always fun and That's gratifying great. for me. Yeah. I don't get a whole lot of that yeah. in life. A lot of mm. there's a lot of uh, I mean. And a lot of things that I've, in ministry, that I've, you just, you just realize there's not a lot of things you can walk away from and say, I've been there. Yes. And I, yes. You, you know, yeah. but when you cut a yard, when you, cut, when you mow your lawn or you edge your sidewalk, you can just tell, like, I did something. I did something today. Yes. Um, yes. And so. I get you. Um, I get you. That, uh, that can be fun. Maybe a football game in there. Okay. Um, yeah. Not like yesterday's went, but, um, <laughs> let's see. Um, maybe there'd be some time in there, uh, to read, but then the rest of it would be spent with, um, and hopefully there'd be a whole lot more. I think the day I just described yeah. is already like 36 like hours long. It's but, like a week, basically. Yeah. This is your favorite week. Yeah. But, um, obviously in there, uh, I love watching my kids play sports, mm. um, whether it's out in the soccer fields or watching Owen play baseball, they're just, they're really good at it, and yes. they're fun to watch, yes. and we love being out there with them, um, and we love finishing the day watching a, watching a movie or mm -hmm. just doing something together, eating dessert together. Our kids never think we eat enough dessert together, but right, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah. let's see. Yeah. Um, so, favorite movie? You know, I think I'd always say Braveheart, probably. It's a good Presbyterian answer. Scottish and, film. Yeah. Right? Strong, strong show. That's always been a favorite movie. Yeah. We moved, our new address here in Franklin is 411 William Wallace Drive. How about that? Isn't that cool? And Can't it's, make this up. And it's right past Braveheart Drive. Yeah, so it, that's really fun. That's um, all, it was destined for you to do that. I yeah. love uh, Chariots of Fire um, yeah. and Great. the Lord of the Rings movies. The books are better, but I like the movies too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Great. Um, my favorite Pixar movie is yeah. Inside Out. Right. I don't right. know if y'all, y'all, oh my goodness. That movie is just so good. Um, yeah. We made the big mistake of watching that movie a few days before we moved here. Too. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, right. if you've seen that movie, you know just how, man. Mm, yeah, uh, kind of the insides out. <laughs> yeah. Scary, yeah. scary stuff, yes. Um, Especially so, in that moment. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's so profound. It and, is. And good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, good, good. I want to hear about Rebecca's day. Hmm. Well, your, your favorite day. Or it would start with me taking a bike ride. Yeah, start, 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 yeah. Get this guy out of the house. In his defense, he does get up at five and go. So yeah, there's not a whole lot early of mornings, um, right. interaction going on between five and seven for me. Yes. Um, Same in my house. Not much interaction. Wow. It's, hard. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. Um, I mean, I do, I think because, and not just because she's in the room, but Margaret, my oldest, being a girl, um, mm -hmm. I do love just getting to go for a walk with her. Um, mm -hmm. And especially now, I think losing, I mean, we, thankfully we have the Taggarts here, but we, you yeah. know, you lose, right. I'm 37 Friends. and kind of moved here feeling like my friend, I just say about it 
a lot of friends. And so in a sweet way, I think I'm hoping that the Lord will use that to grow my relationship with my children too. But um, I love to go on walks with people just because I love one-on-one. And I don't know what movies I like anymore because I've only watched animated for like 10 years. Right, (laughs) yes. So I guess I'm a people pleaser, so whatever everybody else likes is what I like. Um, And I mean... Yes. If I got a pedicure, I feel like I'm a new woman. Nice. That's about right. what I can come up go. with. No, the weather great. really affects how my day goes. So if it's mm. a pretty day outside, I can. Yes. I love to be outside. Awesome. So. That's great. So you find yourself in Franklin, Tennessee. Here we are. Yeah, we're so grateful. Um, transitioning, big transition for your whole family to come here. Um, why this position? Like, what, what, what about this position Drew you guys, I mean, uprooted you guys from Hattiesburg to come come here. What attracted you to this role, Ben? Yeah, good question. Um, so, the Lord is, obviously that, that question involves um, a lot of the story of the the story that God has written prior, um, you know, to where we are right now. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and... And a few years worth of God showing us um, that we're probably not going to be in Hattiesburg forever. And right. I, I came from a church in Hattiesburg where I was on, on, on staff for 12 years, uh, First Presbyterian Church in Hattiesburg. I was the, um, the youth pastor there for 10 of those years and then an associate pastor for two of those years. During that time, during my time as youth pastor, um, commuted back and forth to RTS in Jackson um, to get my MDiv degree at the seminary there. Um, But um, through a a long and and sometimes painful but but clarifying uh, process, the Lord showed us um, that he was probably going to be moving us uh, somewhere that uh, that wasn't going to be Hattiesburg, that we weren't going to be there forever. Um, and we started to daydream and imagine, um, what, if God was going to move, move us, what was it, what was, what was going to be involved in that? What was going to, um, what was it going to take for me to leave Hattiesburg? Um, and what would we be looking for? What are, what kind of, of ministry and church do we want to be a part of? Um, and, um, and right about that time, I get an email from Nate Sheridan. And, um, and so, um, again, so much of the story that I'd love to go into with y'all, uh, you know, over lunch or coffee or, or anything like that. But, um, but one of the things I love about this, um, about this position is just the kind of broadness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty broad pastoral, um, role. Um, I have a hand in, in several different things. Um, and I love that because I don't really feel like a, I'm not like a especially competent in any one thing. And I'm not like a master of any one thing. I'm I'm a pretty, you'll, you'll find I'm pretty like, like Rebecca's brother, David says, I'm, I'm mediocre at best. And, um, but one of the things that I did enjoy about ministry at, at First President Hattiesburg um, was just having that kind of broad congregational role to have a, mm-hmm. the privilege to play a part 
uh, in people's lives, kind of abro- across the spectrum of the, the body. Um, yes. And a lot of that, y'all, I'm, I'm just kind of like selfishly speaking, like I learn, I have so much to learn about what it means to be a minister mm. um, and, a, and a pastor, mm. a husband and a man. Um, and so we were looking mm. for a, a place where, you know, not only could we be used and fruitful, but where we would, um, you know, the kind of church model that we want to be a part of, mm. uh, even to continue to grow and to, to be shaped and formed ourselves. Mm. Um, and... Um, and, and, and then y- y'all also need to hear me say this, and, and you did not pay me anything to say this either, but okay. um, so like Nate's reputation precedes him. And, oh, yeah, it does. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so does the other, so does the reputations of, of the other, of, of the team here at Cornerstone and the church. Um, and... I was really thinking, you know, if, if God is not going to be calling me to be a, a lead pastor, a senior pastor at this point, who's the kind of man I want to work under? Um, and I'm just really excited to get to work with Nate. Nate is, um, like I said, um, uh, I've, I've known Nate from a distance and we've, and we've interacted over the last few years, but um, Nate's the kind of guy I want to work under and want to work with. Um, and this is the kind of team, I mean, uh, Tony and Greg and the rest, um, the more I get to know this team and the way that they function, uh, it's the kind of team that I want to be a part of. Um, but, um, y'all have a really good team here and I think that you're led very well. And, uh, I've, it was a long process. I mean, it started back in like early January, um, with Nate and yeah. I talking and, and just imagining what this could look like and talking through it. And, um, and I just felt really pastored by Nate through that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that would take y'all by surprise at all. Um, that I just felt very well taken care of and, and understood and pastored through that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, I not only want to do that, but I want to learn how to do that too. Um, and so as, mm. as long as the Lord is, mm. is writing our stories together here, mm. along with, with Tony and Greg and the rest, I want to, I want to, um, to be part of that. Man, so. that's great, brother. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, a little peel back the veil. I mean, there were some conversations we had. I mean, big heart-to-hearts. And we were talking to several guys, right? We were interviewing a number of guys. And, and there were times where I was like, I just don't know. I mean, Ben, I could see Ben being a senior minister. I'm not sure this is... Is this going to be the right thing? And I remember leaving one phone conversation think, yeah, I think, I think I just talked him out of this position. I, because he's got lots of gifts. I could see him leading, and I want what's best for him. And I believe that what's best for him and what's best for us are going to work together in God's plan. And yeah. the Lord's going to lead us back around. And you two talked and went on a trip and came back, and he's like, I want to stay in this. And uh, it was beautiful. The Lord started confirming some steps and... We're really excited about that, yeah. and that was a great thing. Yeah, it's a great thing. Yeah. Well, I think I just heard a bell ring. Uh, just real, real, <laughs> real quickly, um, if you can identify the, like the one thing you love most about pastoral ministry, mm. and maybe the one thing that you think, man, this is the most difficult thing I face mm. in pastoral ministry. I think it'd be it'd be good for 
God's people to kind of know that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Man, that's a good question. Um, if I love something the most in ministry, it's seeing God work mm. um, in other people's lives and in my own life, mm. and even seeing God write, you know, seeing God do 10,000 things at one time mm. and, so, and, and getting to be a part of that yeah. in some kind of way. Yeah. Um, usually, um, I'm, I'm not, how to say this, like, usually I'm not, the, I'm not used or fruitful in ministry like I think I'm going to be or in the ways mm. I'm, I think I'm going to be. Mm. There are ways that, um, that God may have blessed other people through me, and it wasn't the way I thought I was going to be a blessing to them mm. or the way I was even trying to be. And it's humbling, mm. but it's beautiful. Mm. Um, and to get to be a part of what God is doing in this world to make all things new um, and to bring people to himself, mm. um, whether for the first time or for the 10,000th time. I, yeah. I, I love being a part of that in whatever way that God might be equipping me to, to do that. Um, oh, that is there. a bell ring. Um, that could be it, the bell think, to get my kids out of the nursery. Okay, yeah, yes. um, Griffiths, come get your kids. Libby yeah. has eaten all the cookies. And, well, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah. I love teaching, preaching. I love leading in worship. I, mm. I love, um, um, and, and this is going to be hard, too. Mm. I, because I had longevity in Hattiesburg, you know, I mean, 34 years is not really that long. And 12 years in a church is not really that long. Mm -hmm. But it was longer than I have here. I've been here 13 days. <laughs> um, I loved getting to see people mm -hmm. grow yes. and getting to see God, what yes. God is doing over time. Yes. It's really intimidating to start over yes. here. And, That's, great. Um, That's great. And so... Um, That's great. And then to... I mean, to to transition into what I, what was it, what I, what maybe. Yeah, most challenging. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. People. People, yeah. Um, sure, yes. And when I say that, like, <sighs> I mean me too. Like, mm. um, I, I'm not just saying this, but I like the, I, I get in the way more than anybody else gets in the way of what's God of what God's doing. Yes. And I have the most to learn and to grow. Um, and so um, I really get tired of myself a lot and mm -hmm. I get um, like um, and so my own heart and the distance that I have yet to grow um, can be the most frustrating but also, um, yeah, just the, the, even the, the challenges of seeing either in other people's lives, but especially yeah. in my own heart, yeah. unconquered territory by the gospel. Yes. Um, yeah. Ways that the gospel hasn't yet sunk in deep enough. Mm. Um, and I hope that the Lord always lets me see more of that in my own heart than yeah. I see anybody else. Yeah. Um, because that, that, that's true. Yes. That, that is true. Um, yes. But... Um, 
It's yeah. good. It's a good word. The, the bell is rung. Yeah. All right, three, three fast ones. Bacon or sausage? Sausage. Football or baseball? Oh. You were going football. Baseball. Probably. Okay, well, that was the right answer. Um, <laughs> Mumford and Sons or Avett Brothers? Avett Brothers. Oh, good, good, good. All right, we, there's hope here. There's hope here. Let me, let me pray. Lord in heaven, we thank you for the Griffiths. Thank you for bringing them here. We look forward, Lord, to getting to know them and uh, for enjoying the days ahead that you have already planned that we should walk in them. We ask, Lord, that you would ease their transition, give them roots in quick fashion, uh, but not the kind that simply sit across the surface, the kind that go deep, the, the kind that drink up the nutrients of the gospel and the lives of the people around them. And um, let them bloom. Let them fruit. Let them in every single way give glory and redound to the gospel and use them to make a huge impact in this community and in Franklin at large. Lord, let them know our love and let us together experience your love in deeper dimensions in the days to come. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you, thank you.